Hello everybody, welcome back to Tanisha Takes on the World. It's your girl Tanisha. I know we took a break for the holidays, but it is New Year's Eve. So today Tanisha is taking on New Year's Eve's resolutions and superstitions. So buckle in buttercup because we got a few things we're gonna get through today. All right guys, so first things first, welcome back and happy New Year's Eve. Eve, important to note. Um, it's your girl Tanisha, as always, and today we are tackling the wonderful, the miserable, the beautiful, the fantastical and wild New Year's Eve traditions and celebrations. So if you're like me, uh, 2022 has been weird, to say the least. It's been a weird year. Um, definitely interesting. Definitely, I should have been picked up by a cable network with the drama and the ups and downs and the twists and turns that came through the year. Um, but I wasn't. So, you know, there's always hope for next year. New Year's Eve goal, there could be, that could be it. Um, but today I want to talk about, you know, what's to come for 2023. I think last year, my mistake with setting, um, expectations is the best word to use for this was that um they were unrealistic and they were basic they were basic um and basic doesn't really get you too far when you're wishing for your dreams to come true you know so um first things first i'd like to say i don't really believe in new year's resolutions i find that um just because you think just because everybody else is doing it or like you want to set something new for the new year i think it's more forced upon ourselves and like when we're actually ready to commit to changes. So I like to start New Year or New Year's Eve resolutions, I guess you could say, like when I'm ready for them. So like sometimes I start in September when I have a mindset shift, things like that. So I don't really believe in New Year's Eve resolutions. I do definitely believe in um, like storyboarding and dreamboarding and setting out goals. If you don't know what dreamboarding is, you know, it's just basically making a collage or a board of all these ideas that you want to come true. So, you know, if it's eating healthier, buying a house, uh, falling in love, getting a dog, anything and everything, it's no matter how big or small, you put it on your dream board and you hang it up in a place that you can see it a lot. And um, that way it inspires, it's there, it's a consistent image in your life for the goals that you want to achieve and accomplish. So I definitely believe in dream boarding. Um, but also I'm really a big fan of like not witchy TikTok, but um but like into superstitions and folklore and seeing how different cultures celebrate what and so since i don't believe in new year's resolutions last year i was um hanging out um drinking with friends in myrtle beach and you know celebrating the new year with them and my best friend and just really moving forward with that and i think who you spend the new year with is really important so like last year i only sat next to people that i really love and i i've kept in contact with throughout the year and the people i wasn't actually sitting near i have not kept in contact with at all and a lot of those couples actually ended up breaking up or not being friends with people so i made my choice very very wisely um this year actually though um i will be spending it with part of my family and um my family is you know they're very into you know the black eyed peas for new year's because they bring good luck um cornbread because it brings good luck um for like money and wealth and then also you know we watched the ball drop um when i was younger my parents used to have uh ball drop parties all the year all the time new year's eve parties and they were so much fun um i definitely that's one of my like 
lighthouse memories as a child, I believe. I think um, the ball dropping and things like that. So that's kind of how I'm spending this New Year's Eve. Um, the past few days I've been in Orlando with some of my best friends and we've really just been hanging out and um, doing a bunch of different things and I got to see family over the holidays. So I feel like that it's a it's been a pretty decent end of the year wrap up, give, give or take some some moments here and there. Um, but since we're talking about like superstitions, so let's just jump straight into it. Um, I think I'm super excited for this. And if you do any of these traditions, let me know. Or if you're testing them out, um, I'm definitely down to hear about it. So obviously I'll just go ahead and start with like the basic ones, you know, the New Year's Eve resolutions where you write down resolutions you want to accomplish. But like I said, dream boarding, I would prefer that. I would recommend that over resolutions. Um, you know, there's the New Year's Eve kiss to ring in the new year with the person you want to spend the year with. Um, also a basic one. Also, you know, um, for me, the watching the ball drop, another one, but black eyed peas and cornbread. So um, a hop and john is a dish in the South um, that is made with black eyed peas. Um, and the black eyed peas are meant to bring in luck. Well, luck in, um, sorry, luck and wisdom. And then if you add cornbread, it's for money, like to represent money since deal. And they also pair really well together. In Italy, they have a similar tradition with lentils instead of black eyed peas. Um, it also brings in luck and wealth. But in some of the Latin American countries, um, they do grapes, which I, I, I did a test run this year because I think I'm going to give that one a try, um, where you have to <laughs> eat 12 grapes and make a wish for each grape for each month. Um, and some people do it differently. So you have to eat the 12 grapes before it, the clock strikes 12 or 1, or you have to eat the 12 grapes um, with all the 12 chimes of the clock when it turns, when it strikes midnight. Um, I tested that. I could do it in 40 seconds, so I think I'm going to go with the one before 1201. Um, but in Spain and Latin America, and even the Philippines, they do it, but the Philippines use round fruit, so they could use grapes if they wanted to. Um, you make a wish, um, and it's to ward off bad luck, and you have to do it before 1201. So I've tried that. I was watching Modern Family, Gloria's from Colombia, and she was very, like, set on doing that, and I, it's a tradition I actually, um, I love so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go this year so I have the 12 grapes going for me the hop and john um while we're talking about food I'll just keep rolling along with that um in Greece they <laughs> in Greece they like to hang onions on their doors for luck and fertility because onions can grow without people like looking at it or tending to them too often and um so they hang it on their door for fertility for that year and luck so if you're trying to have a child or like especially childlike luck this year onions are your go-to and then always you can use them in cooking later um but then the gag is in the morning they like lightly bop their children on the head with these onions to wake them up i guess to pass on some luck to their children or i i'm not quite sure the full story but i think that's a really fun and interesting one um in turkey they have pomegranates and pomegranates are one of those fruits that you can eat for good luck but what they do is they smash them on their front door and the more pieces of pomegranate you have the more luck you are likely to have in the new year and then they also sprinkle a little salt outside for extra luck that's in turkey but when it comes to like sprinkling things um in puerto rico they actually sprinkle some sugar outside their door for good like instead of salt so i guess that's a little bit of like a culture flip 
Um, but in Puerto Rico, they also, you know, dump water out the window <laughs> to ward out the evil spirits. And then they sprinkle the sugar outside the door to bring in the good luck. Um, in Russia, you know, champagne is always, it's a New Year's Eve staple. I mean, whoever you ask, it's a New Year's Eve staple. In Russia, they write down their wish and then they burn it and then they sprinkle the ashes in their drink and drink it. Um, I've seen this one done in the States as well. Um, I do like that one and I may also be giving that one a try. Um, in Estonia, they have seven meals throughout the night for strength. Um, I'm not sure why seven exactly, but like um, in a lot of like theater things and tradition things and um, supernatural things, like things come in three or seven. Um, so seven is a common theme I'm seeing here because seven is a lucky number, I guess. So 12 makes sense for the months, but seven is a lucky number. So I think that's why they eat seven meals for strength. Um, when it comes to non-food superstitions, um, red underwear is a sign for bringing in love in Latin America. Also in Latin America, if you're really trying to, you know, bring in some love or get, get cuffed up, linked up, get whatever, get involved with someone and be like a thorough romantic relationship. Um, I don't know if you've seen this on TikTok, but it's to hide under a table, um, by the time the clock strikes midnight. So if you want to hide under the table, um, while wearing red underwear, um, you're going to bring in love according to superstitions. If you believe it, you shall achieve it. Um, <laughs> so there's one. Um, if you wear yellow underwear, it's for finance and luck. And then while if you wear white underwear, it is for peace. And this is what, um, this is a common tradition throughout a lot of Latin American countries and Central America. Another one um, in the Philippines is wearing polka dots. That's good luck. So I mean, if you want to wear polka dots with red, yellow, and white underwear um, while hiding under a table eating 12 grapes and then <laughs> burning your wish into champagne, drinking it, and then going outside and smashing a pomegranate, that really sounds like you have your New Year's Eve the first like minute you have a lot going on um while also kissing the person you love if they're there i don't know <laughs> it sounds like a lot but i think you should try it um another one is where what write what you want to leave behind so like if you want to leave behind a toxic ex you write that down um i don't really do that because i think when you write stuff down it like manifests it um and so this one doesn't have like this one isn't written down as like um, <laughs> I want to leave my toxic ex behind. It's like, leave toxic ex behind. And I, I don't know. I, I think positivity should be written down instead of like the negative things. Um, because when you work on the positive things, the negative things tend to weed themselves out. So I think that's, that's my outlook. Um, in Brazil, it's common to wear white for good luck, which is ironic because in Chinese culture, in the new year, you don't want to wear white um, because white and black are common for funerals. So um, depending on your culture or like which culture you're looking at or interested in or just location you live in, be mindful of those things, I would say. Um, <laughs> definitely, um, definitely be mindful of that. Also, like the Chinese New Year, I know, isn't the same as like the American New Year. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Um, in Brazil, they also jump over seven waves and you have a wish a wave, um, for good luck. So, uh, but you should know your wishes before going into the water, especially since it can be a little bit chillier. Um, 
and you like if you like get seven waves in a row and you're still trying to think of the wish for the last one you can lose your wishes um in Denmark oh Denmark has fun ones Denmark they have you break dishware so like glasses plates bowls whatever on your doorstep and similar to uh turkey with the pomegranates the more pieces you have the more luck you have obviously unless you have to like clean it up um <laughs> unless you're the one stuck cleaning it up but um the more the more basically the more pieces of crumble you have the more luck you have and then also in Denmark they have a, a leaping into the new year so you leap off a chair when the clock strikes midnight and so it's banishes all the bad spirits and welcomes in all the good. So that's another one. Um, if you have low ceilings or you're naturally like very tall person, wouldn't recommend that one for you. Um, same if you're very accident prone or just have bad luck bringing in the new year, I wouldn't lean towards smashing plates. That's just gonna put that out there. Um, in Ireland, um, this is fun. So the mistletoe, if you have any mistletoe left over from Christmas or the holiday season, they put mistletoe under their pillow or holly or ivy um, just so you can uh, bring in the good luck. And I think you and you sleep with that one so you don't have to like hold it or anything. So that's one that if you have mistletoe, ivy or holly hanging around, uh, <laughs> hanging around, uh, pun, <laughs> you, can, you can do that. And that's a super simple one. Um, also in Latin America, if you're, if your goal is to travel this year in a lot of Latin America countries, my friend Steph, um, her family's from Cuba, they believe like traveling with a suitcase, like running. So you're going to take an empty suitcase and like run around the block. If you have blocks or like streets as fast as you can with an empty suitcase at the new year to, um, promote, you know, the universe that you want to travel and it'll bring you new travel opportunities. Um, so if you plan on hiding under a table and doing that, I think you're going to have a really hard time accomplishing both. So maybe those ideas aren't for you, but maybe I'd stick to the 12 grapes and add those into it. Or um, wearing red underwear and polka dots while you run up and down the street with your suitcase. That way you can kind of get a little bit of all this juju coming to you. Um, and then... <laughs> Like I said, in a lot of Latin American countries, they have hiding under the table. Um, I'm going to be trying a good handful of these. I've already tested myself on some of them to see how long they take, just so I can, you know, figure it out. Uh, I will say that um, in I witch talk, I guess. I don't want to say witch talk because that makes it seem like super... Some people take that the wrong way and make it seem like super evil or whatever, and it's not. But in... I guess the a universe and a very like free spirited side of TikTok. A lot of people are recommending that you take your twelve wishes. Um, so they said this should have been do done during the twelve days of Christmas, and so tonight would have been the twelfth day. Um, or you can start on New Year's Eve and then go into into the twelfth of the new year, and that that's how you can move from here on if you're going to do this today and haven't already been doing this. So what I plan on doing, I plan on doing this one. You write down 13 wishes that you have for the new year. And, sorry, <laughs> um, I had to breathe and I forgot for a minute. Um, and for your 12 wishes, for your 13 wishes, you write them down. And then so what you do is you're going to put them in a bowl or an envelope. And then um, right before 
the clock strikes midnight or you can wait until the clock strikes midnight that way you have the 12 days so the first of the new year whatever but i would do it on the 31st that way that represents what you have for january instead of doing it on the first and you're ready in january you know so um the 31st at some point in the night on your first night of doing this um you're going to pull out one of your wishes what i would do is i would write down the wishes for the month attached to them just so you can kind of keep a record i like to do that that way um i just have that for mine like peace of mind if not and you just want to put the wish into the universe and send it off properly totally up to you i i'm gonna write it down just so i know um so basically you're gonna pull a wish each night and after each night you pull the wish you're gonna burn the ashes of it you're gonna burn the uh, paper slip of it and that's for each month um so that's what the first 12 that you pull are for each month january february through december and then after each wish, if you like, if you have any tarot cards or um, oracle decks or any any type of cards around that you like to get some universal input from the spirits, the deities, whatever you believe in, um, you can f pull a card after each wish on each night and you will get a sort of supernatural spiritual guidance with how to accomplish this wish or how to help with this wish or things to look out for um so that's one of the ones i probably will be trying this year um and then you said tanisha you have to write down 13 wishes or goals or resolutions yes you would be correct um <laughs> the 13th wish is what is up to you for the year so while the universe is helping you with the other 12 you have to take care of the 13th wish and a really good important thing when writing resolutions or wishes that um is your verbiage so it's not i wish i could lose 15 pounds i wish to get it it's not that that's not you want to that's not helpful language for how you want to promote your goals and manifest so what you want to do is actually say um I'm going to have a promotion of blah, blah, blah. You want to be very specific with your goals and wishes. I am going to lose 15 pounds through healthy eating habits. I am going to rescue a dog and whatever. But it's going to be very, I will have, I will be, it's very, very active voice and very present and mindful manifestation. So those are some of the New Year's Eve things that, you know, you can try this year, you can try next year, you can try whatever. Um, I will definitely be checking them out. Like I said, I don't really have New Year's resolutions. I do have some goals I want. I have a mood board from last year. And looking at my mood board, I will say about 50% of it came true. Um, but I also, I moved at the beginning of last year, so I didn't really have a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of... Uh, a lot of that mood board around me and I was just keeping it in my mental capacity instead of in a physical capacity which would have been much more helpful in accomplishing those goals so um that's something I'll keep in mind but I will say for the new year for me um and for you guys that are interested I have really fallen in love with podcasting I love this I love getting all y'all's feedback and um suggestions and just I, I honestly this is something that is really passionate that I've grown very passionate about and something I really love and like researching all these topics that I'm talking about and finding out about different cultures so I'll definitely say that you know 
going into the new year, I do have some plans when it comes to podcasting. There are a few things that I want to do involving um, a theater podcast, possibly. Um, something with, you know, stories that we've been told, supernatural stories, or books, or just, there's just a, a few things that I'm super excited about working in the future. And I think you guys will love it too. And if this is something that you might want to do or you have any questions, definitely reach out for me because I'm looking for some collaborate collaborators, not collaborators, um, in the new year. And I'm going to be super excited. And I think, you know, um, I guess this is, this is the last thing I'll say and then I'll log off because, you know, it's a new year and we should be spending time with family and friends and doing whatever we want. Um, so I guess this is the last thing I'll say before I sign off for you guys. Um, 2022 was a year of recovery for a lot of people, um, myself included, and, you know, of trying to get things back on track or trying to chase our dreams and everything, um, and us being really rational and reasonable at how to accomplish things after sitting in the dark for two years and doing nothing. I will say 2023 is a year to dream irrationally. Dream big, dream. You don't dream the impossible you know people are like you need it needs to be no dream irrationally and live irrationally that's how 2023 is gonna work i'm just gonna live the way i want and i'm gonna do things people say that i can't do not like break the law but like things that people limit me to i'm gonna surpass those limitations because i'm i'm setting my goals and the goal is there is no limit there is no stopping me so I'm going to live irrationally. I'm going to do the things I want, even if I'm scared to do them or people tell me, you know, it's not kosher or it's not culturally appropriate to go up to a guy and, you know, ask for his number first or just be straightforward or that's unbecoming of a woman, whatever, whatever. Stereotypes, gender assumptions, uh, racism, anything, shortism, heightism, ageism, ableism, all that stuff is out in 2023. We're living our best lives. Um, and we're going to do it fearlessly and <laughs> delusionally. And I think that's the best way to do it. So with that, that wraps up Tanisha Takes on the World for 2022. Thank you guys so much for joining me in this very new adventure. It's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful. And I can't see what 2023 brings us. You guys buckle in buttercups because it's going to be awesome. Alrighty guys, thank you again so much for joining me for Tanisha Takes on New Year's Eve. It has been so awesome being able to work with you guys, connect with you guys, and just hear you guys no matter where we're located at. I'm so excited to move into 2023 with you guys, and I'm so thankful to have y'all in my corner. So as always, I'm in your corner. We got this, and we are going to crush this new year. So for the last time in 2022, this is Tanisha with Tanisha Takes on the World, and I will catch you guys on the flippity flop. Bye, y'all.